to another uh, episode of Fishing Without Faith, uh, where we enter into the realm of life without definitive expectations. We attempt to take people on a journey where we're living in the moment and being in the moment. Be in the moment and live in the moment. The words are interchangeable. Our philosophy here is that we, when we fish without bait, without definitive expectations, we can't set ourselves up for disappointment and, and, and failure. However, we are out fishing, are we not, Mike? Yes, we are. Indeed, we do have a plan. We're aiming, are we not? Exactly. So the idea is, is whether we catch fish or we do not, we are still fishing. And that's, that's, that's the purpose. We're participating in our lives, participating in our lives. So, Mike, when you started your own business, you worked for yourself, is that correct? For the most part, yes. Well, I imagine you met with many naysayers when you told people you were starting your own business. Just a little bit of, uh, you know, people saying, are you considering doing this? You know, do you know how hard it's going to be? You know, the biggest naysayer actually in the long run ended up being in my own head. And then your own head. In your own head, can you imagine that? 90% of the negative thoughts we get are repetitive. And how many of those repetitive thoughts did you, how many nights did you stay up wondering about starting your own venture? I'm still wondering. <laughs> sure, sure. So sometimes we invite ourselves to our own argument party, do we not? Exactly. So remember when we talk about an argument party and when you get invited to an argument party, what do you expect it to bring? The punch? An argument. <laughs> and you expected to bring an argument. And sometimes you bring two handfuls. Right. Okay? So remember, it's our choice whether to participate in, a, in an argument party or not. And speaking about choices and uh, negative thoughts, negative people, uh, would you mind telling me telling you a story about the Buddha? Oh, go ahead. Absolutely. It's Buddha time. Yeah. So one day the Buddha was walking through a village and a very angry and rude young man came up to him and began insulting him. You have no right to be teaching others, he shouted. You are as stupid as everyone else. You are nothing but a fake. The Buddha was not upset by these insults. He just smiled. The man insulted him again and again, but the only reaction he could get back from the Buddha was a smile and silence. Finally, he stomped his feet and left cursing. The disciples were feeling angry, and one of them couldn't keep quiet and asked the Buddha, Why didn't you reply to the rude man? The Buddha replied, If someone offers you a gift and you refuse to accept it, to whom does the gift belong? Of course, to the person who brought the gift, replied the disciple. That is correct, smiled the Buddha. What do you make of that, Mike? How many times have you been insulted? How many times have you felt slighted and, and felt a need to respond? Oh, very often. And, and but, you know, you need to kind of step back and check yourself. So when we step back like the Buddha and say, if we, don't re if we refuse a gift from someone, who does it belong to? The person who, the person who brings it to you. Right. Is that correct? So what is that person left with then? Bitterness, resentment, anger? So they, that, then that's what they walk away with in their hearts. So what, what we're talking about here is, is a change and a change in mindset when, when, we're, when we're dealing with negativity. And, and again, we're talking about so-and-so makes me so angry, so-and-so made me upset, this situation, people, places, things, circumstances, events that 
operate in our lives and we get so upset because uh, they're not exactly the way that we want them to be and they, they we feel that they control us or they cause us to feel a certain way. So remembering again that where where is the source of all negativity, Mike? Is it in is it in the world or is it in that job you didn't get in? Is it in that partner that dumped you? Is it in the the failed business venture, where is it at? Oh, it's inside our own heads. Absolutely, we're we're the ones who generate generate the, the negative the negative thoughts. Okay, so what we're talking about here is taking responsibility and taking ownership for your own negativity. Uh, there's a quote by a individual by the name of Peter Shepard, and it says, "Healing comes from taking responsibility to realize that it is you and no one else that creates your thoughts, your feelings." In your actions. What do you think about that? Did you ever did you ever take ownership for your negative thoughts, Mike? I try to, especially after having these sorts of discussions with you and, and everybody else over the years since I've discovered uh, you know these, these mindfulness things. Um, you know, kind of uh, uh, sitting back and taking stock, and and again, you know, taking that ownership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So remember, we have a choice. Uh, do you personally, do you have, you have negative friends, do you not? Oh, certainly. To oh, complain, certainly. That complain and whine all the time. Exactly. And, and the, and, and one part of taking that mm. stock is sometimes, you know, on purpose or, or just by reaction, you, you start to stay away from those negative friends. And do you do that? Do I do that? Yes. Uh, yeah. And say, uh, maybe I won't invite that guy over for this because all he did was complain when we watched the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it just, I just, it's not something I want to be around. And I recognize that and realize, well, do I really need to be around that person? You know? Well, let's put it this way. If you, if your interest was golf, would you join a bowling team? Yes, because I'm usually very confused, Jim. <laughs> We're going to, that's, that's our uh, intent to uh, attempt to unconfuse you, Mike. So the idea is, do you, do you purposely seek, do you want to have a negative life? Do you desire pain and do you desire, desire uh, being restless, irritable and discontent? No, no. Even though it seems like, like, especially these negative um, minded people uh, uh, feel like they thrive on it sometimes by the way they react and seem to flock towards the danger and negativity, I guess. Well, it takes it takes that much energy to sustain that negative power inside them, that then that, that negative energy. Right, right, and, and and it's like some of them find a justification in blaming the world on whatever the issue is. Right, I'm sure that you've ran into uh, some poor therapists, some poor doctors, some poor coaches, some poor nutritionalists. Would that be correct? Uh, yeah, I think <clears> so. <throat> Oh, sure, sure. So let's say a nutritionist would come up to you. One of the first things they'd say, okay, tell me what, tell me about your diet. Tell me what everything that you eat in a day. Tell me everything that goes on. And the first thing a poor nutritionist would do was begin Xing things off. Right. And say, well, this is gone. Oh, you can't have that anymore. Oh, no more of that. Oh, that's gone. Oh, that's completely out. Oh, we're not going to go there. How does that make, how does that leave you feel? Uh, Empty. You have a lot of voids to fill at that point. Right. So like, oh, I can't do anything anymore. So we're taking things out. We're taking things out of our lives. So what a what a competent and a good therapist, doctor, nutritionalist and coach will do is rather than begin by eliminating negatives, what they'll begin to do was by adding positives, adding positives into a person's life. 
if a person has a really lousy diet, if they're if they're not eating well at all, uh, and you ask them to start eliminating things that they've been eating for years, they're going to balk at that. Right. It, it, it's too much change. You need to have uh, yeah. um, a level, right? And it, it, it needs to be uh, uh, tempered a little bit. And, and just to, just to take all that away is it, you're going to fill that void with other negativity. So one thing as simple as adding a glass of water with every meal. Right. Changing nothing else, adding a glass of water with every meal. And then maybe in, in slow increments, adding other, adding other positives. Uh, and conversely, in, other, in people's lives, some people's lives are, let's say, figuratively filled with bad nutrition. They hang around in, in bad environments. They hang around with uh, people who are negative. They, uh, like soul suckers is what I call them, energy, energy drainers. Okay. And we can get as addicted to those situations as, as anything else. I, I've heard of uh, similar situations around business, actually, um, that they're the negative person and they're the office zombie is one way to look at them. <laughs> the office another, zombie. It's another version <clears throat> of that. So let's say you have a friend that you're trying to, you're trying to help, okay? And rather than go to them and say, okay, here's what you need to do with your life. Uh, if I came to you and said, okay, Mike, if you came to me and asked for my help, I said, okay, Mike, here's what you need to do to your life. Would it, would it, would it be more beneficial for me to, would you be more receptive if I said to you, Mike, here's what we can add to your life? Hmm, I think so. Like, why, why don't you add this on? Yeah. Because uh, then it's not, you're not taking away, you're not changing your life, you're, well, well put, do this too, you know. Add some yoga to your life. Absolutely. You know, something you, like that. You can do this with a friend, you can do this with a with a child, you can do this with a partner, you can do this even, even with an employer. To begin to add things into life. When, when you're dealing with negative and nasty people, even attempting to add a kind word into their life could, could, possibly, could possibly change things. Okay, so the idea is is that uh, there was a there's another quote uh, by Rumi that says, "Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself." Good old Rumi. So when we talk about the, let's say the political landscape of any time or era, is most people are dissatisfied with it, are they not? Right. So what do they try to do? They distract themselves. They distract themselves, and they try to change the world. They try to change the system, do they not? Right. Rather than try to change themselves and their attitudes. They try to change the thing that they find <clears throat> easier or less accountable. Mm -hmm. And what's more accountable than yourself? So how many times have you not gone wanted to go to a birthday party or an anniversary or a meeting or any type of gathering because you thought it would be boring and horrible? Oh, many times, many, many times, times. Sure. or or not, or not the thing for me, right? So, and again, getting back to accentuating the adding the positives, but just a simple mindset, Mike, a simple mindset of simply saying, "Well, it's not so much as what I can get out of this meeting or gathering; it's what I can bring to it. It's what can I bring to it, rather than get something out. Getting, right. getting something out of it's rather selfish and self-centered, isn't it? A little bit, yeah." <clears throat> So when we begin, let's say if we have a if we have a houseful of really negative people, houseful of just negative people, you you have the worst relatives in the world, and they've all come to live with you. 
Okay, and they're complaining and they're eating your food. There's never enough. It's it's too hot. It's too cold. Uh, so what you begin to do is you begin to let's say your wife's family is full of really positive people. So rather than ask all those people to leave, you begin to invite some of your wife's family's friends, and they're all very positive and they're nice and and compassionate people. You move one in, two in, three in, four in. Sooner or later, soon. There won't be there won't be enough beds or room for some of the negative people, will there? Right, and they'll eventually they'll eventually be forced out. You start looking at that. Um, I, I I think if we can bring this around to business a little bit, you find yourself in a bad business situation or a bad job, so you start surrounding yourself about positive, motivated people that that will help you achieve your goals or encourage you to achieve your goals or people that have achieved the goal that you want to get to that you can find inspiration from. Um, it's a, you know, I think that's, that's a virtual, but you're filling with all that positivity and then you find yourself saying, okay, we need to kind of, uh, that builds, that builds. And we butt out all the negative parts of it, or at least that negative part becomes smaller and smaller and starts shrinking away in your life. And again, I'll refer back to uh, 12-step recovery. Uh, 12-step recovery, just like life, is all about the solution. It's not about the problem. So I'm sure that you've experienced many problems and issues in your life. Have you not, Mike? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. Bundle so, of them. So would you rather talk to people who want to perpetuate the problem and keep talking about it? Or would you rather talk to people who have, who perhaps want to talk about the solution? Certainly. The people who have uh, have achieved the solution. Uh, the people that are on their way trying to figure out a solution. Um, I mean, we talked about this before, like how many people like bring their problems. I uh, sit in uh, some public places and hear, hear people complain about everything that's wrong in their life. And, uh, and what's the problem now? And, and there's never what's, what's great going on. And we pass that stuff on. So it's a mindset. So here's a, here's a thought to you, Mike, and you know that I do this sometimes often is when somebody is complaining, I would, Ask them, well, tell me something good that's gone on in your life. What are you grateful for today? Tell me something last week that, that happened that, that was well for you, uh, especially when people just like to complain about the way that life's treating them, okay? And sometimes what I'll, what I'll ask them is, oh, tell, me about, tell me about a time when things were good. Tell me, tell me about a time when you were happy. Tell me about a time when you, when, when life, when you thought life treated you fairly. Okay. So, and again, what we're doing is we're adding, we're adding positivity. We're adding positivity. So we're going to leave us with this uh, little note today. We'll be getting into this in a more uh, deeper sense in the next time. It's not so much what you can take away from this situation. What can I add to it? And that's the question that I'm going to leave our listeners with. Thank you so much for joining us. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. Fishing Without Bait is a production of Namaste Holistic Counseling, PC.